questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. As many as 80% of Americans are carrying a time bomb, a medical crisis in their bodies right now, unaware that they'll soon develop prolonged chronic illness, autoimmune disease, or even cancer. Today's frightening truth is, you are being poisoned every single day without your knowledge. A health epidemic largely brought on by industrialized food is destroying our genetics and immune systems through deadly modified organisms. Carcinogenic materials and life-threatening chemicals commonly found in most of today's processed groceries. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabregas at Veritas Radio. If you want to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. I always love to hear from you. And to put you in charge of your health once again, and to help you avoid toxic ingredients, tonight's special guest is Joe Ardis Horn, a professional fitness and nutrition specialist, COO of Skywatch TV, dog behavior expert, and certified professional trainer and instructor. As the best-selling author of the groundbreaking book, Dead Pets Don't Lie, his incredible personal story from the gates of death and back again prompted the special investigation that now resides in the breakthrough new work, Time Bomb, which will be the focus of tonight's interview. Joe Horn joins us directly from Crane, Missouri. Hello, Joe, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. My pleasure. Well, Joe, as I told you before we started, it's incredible how probably 90% of the people I speak with when it comes to health-related issues, they do what they do because they overcame a health issue. In most instances, they almost died. Is this? Are you an example of those? You could say that I am. You could say that I am. Th this whole idea that there is a food, and some people think I'm being sensational when I use this term, but I believe I'm being honest. I think you'd agree. There is a food genocide taking place, in particular in the United States of America, because of the pesticides that we ingest constantly, because of the chemicals that we use to preserve our food, that we use to dye our food, over-farming the lands that have been milked and milked and milked so that all the nutrients have been long since pulled out of the soils. Uh, our, our bodies are not getting what they need nutritionally. We're, we're constantly basically attacking our immune systems through the things that we eat. It's leading to a plethora of disease, autoimmune disease, cancers, and stuff like Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. All kinds of digestive issues are popping up in younger and younger kids. My daughter, my oldest daughter is 13 and she comes home from uh, this event the other day that she says, Dad, one of my good friends who's also 13 is now dealing with chronic acid reflux. Well, this is stuff when I was a teenager, we, we didn't even hear these terms. I mean, I didn't know anybody that had Crohn's disease. Now it's like you talk to every every other person knows somebody within their own family, and lots of this is is happening at very young ages. It's very common now. And so there's a food genocide happening in the United States in particular because of the way we do our foods. And this is very personal for me because for almost 20 years, 
I dealt with a whole slew of various uh, diseases, various inflam- uh, inflammatory conditions. Um, this all started for me. I'm 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 nearly 40. I'll be 40 in a few months. When I was 16 years old. I began experiencing digestional issues. These would land me in the hospital. I would be told things like, you have IBS, that's irritable bowel syndrome, or you have an inflammatory bowel, or you have a nervous bowel. Uh, and then I started experiencing acid reflux, and they would want to put me on things like Tagamet or Prilosec, pump inhibitors that, that, that reduce the amount of acid production that your stomach will produce. Um, nobody ever told me anything about diet, lifestyle. None of this was ever mentioned. My digestional issues would follow me into my 20s where then you could add to the pile uh, chronic conditions like prostodynia, prostatitis. This is inflammation of the prostate. And it creates wild, wild pain for the most sensitive areas that a man possesses. Uh, and you can you could experience level 10 pains for sometimes two, three hours before it would finally subside, totally draining anything you had in the adrenal tank. Um, this would come and go, I was told, by doctors. I would go through uh, neurologists. They would send scopes, urethral scopes, up inside my body to track my kidneys. By the time I was in my uh, early 30s, I had had three colonoscopies to try to figure out if I had colon cancer or some other kind of uh, obstacle in my digestive tract that might be creating some of the issues and side effects. Totally unable to digest food. Uh, also, my testosterone did not know this at the time, would start dropping. My my testosterone would, would far, 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 far diminish way below what a normal, uh, you know, what should have been a thriving 20 to 30-year-old man uh, into the low 200s. This starts to compete with like 80-year-old men that have long become, you know, inactive relationally. Um, th- this kind of stuff would go on and on and on and on and on. Then you could add to the pile that, that in 2009, I was diagnosed with yet another disease um, called diverticulosis. Now, some of your listeners might be familiar with what that is. Some of them don't know what that is. And without spending the whole broadcast on what it is, let me just give you a snapshot. Diverticulosis is a condition of the large intestine where you end up with these weak nodules. They're like little protrusions. They're little deformities in the large intestine where bacteria, undigested food, can end up stuck in there and then it it becomes a breeding ground for bacteria. This becomes infected and then becomes the, the, uh, the condition called diverticulitis. And this is treated with antibiotics like Cipromax, which, again, I was never, ever, ever told of the concerns around antibiotics, repeated antibiotics. Nobody, again, ever mentioned lifestyle, diet. Nobody ever told me there were natural ways out of some of this stuff. This would just go on and on for years and years and years. I experienced a lot of digestional pain, acid reflux. I was diagnosed with GERD. Um, There's really, we could spend the whole program talking about just my issues. Now, why am I telling your listeners this? Is this because you know, I have some built-in expectation that your listeners care anything about my personal story. I'm just some guy, right? It actually has nothing to do with whether I have any expectation that your audience wants to hear me carry on and on and on about my issues. But here's what happened. And this is what I'm here to share with your listeners. This is the message of hope. This is what I hope, this is what I hope to put up on the scoreboard before we finish our program. I ended up in January 2017 having half 
of my colon surgically removed in a surgery where I could have died. And this was done because I was told back when I was diagnosed with diverticulosis that if you had three of these diverticulitis infections as a result of the disease diverticulosis, that most people end up with it becoming chronic. They're unable to kick you know, the bacteria, and this becomes uh, more resistant more resistant to the antibiotics, and then eventually the antibiotics have a point of diminished return, and your body just continues to, to live infected. And the only way to fix this uh, is to have that portion of your intestine cut out. Now, the reason that I was told that you would, you know, you would be proactive and you'd be smart to have this elected surgery is because if you wait and you give time for the infection to percolate, it can suddenly spring up on you, surprise you, burst the tissue of your colon, bleed out into your body, fecal matter, become septic. Yeah, you become septic and then you you might die in the middle of the night as they're scrambling around to find some kind of a surgeon that can suddenly come over and try to make uh, you know something out of this mess that's happened. So I lived for years and years with this time bomb in my mind ticking down every time I had another bout with diverticulitis that I was moving closer to this three or four infection marker where eventually I'm going to have to have half of my colon cut out. And I should mention to you, I have four children. Um, I, I, I wanted to father like every father does. I want to have inter- I wanted to have energy to play with my children at the park, to be a good uh, spouse to my wife. Um, I've had the same spouse since 2000. And she's been wonderful and amazing. And you, you want to just be a normal person. You see your friends thriving and, or, or it seems on the surface that many of them are thriving. And you're like, so what's my problem? I have no energy in the tank. My testosterone's in the tank. Brain fog, uh, anxiety. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, that side effects of low testosterone and digestional issues. And we can get into this if you like, uh, later in the program. But a lot of folks don't realize that the side effects are, uh, you know, mood disorders, nervousness, anxiety, stress, a sense of foreboding doom. Uh, you know, you, you lose your optimism. You lose your drive. The things that chemically make you feel normal get kicked off to the side as your body begins to ca- cater to the immune system because it's not getting the nutrients it needs. And when you see most traditional Western medicine practitioners, they'll offer you solutions like pharmaceutical mood-altering drugs or antidepressants, but they never actually talk to you about diet lifestyle. So here's the catch. After I have half of my colon surgically removed. And you got to realize, for me to agree to that surgery, I believe going into this that I'm going to get my life back. I'm going to get my life back. This is when my body is going to be restored. I'm going to have all my energy come back. We're finally going to cut out this thing that all the while was giving me all these troubles for all these years. This is going to be my big run. I'm going to feel better than I have in years and years. And after the surgery, at about the four-month marker... And it, by the way, was a gruesome recovery. And that could be that I'm just a total baby, <laughs> but it was a brutal, it, it was a brutal recovery. After the four month marker, I start to realize my symptoms are much, much worse than they ever wore before the surgery. And now I start to panic because I start to think, wait a minute, this was going to be my big run. This is my moment to get my life back. Uh, something's very wrong. And now here's the deal. My wife had been for about two years telling me, you've got to go online. I heard there's a guy named Dr. Josh Axe. He's got webinars. They're talking about the gut. She knew that I had all these gut issues. 
she's telling me about essential oils maybe that I could try you know there's there's natural things hey maybe diet she's she my wife started investigating some stuff and I I kind of wouldn't listen to be honest with you I, I would say things like, well, honey, you know, I understand there's natural, uh, there's natural solutions for those folks that maybe got ahead of their health. Maybe they could maintenance an already healthy body through, through lifestyle, salads, eating carefully, you know, not drinking soda. But once you're in the situation I'm in, all of those options, I don't, I don't know. They're not going to work anymore. And I would jokingly say, I got to do more than drink green tea and think my body's going to get better you know western medicine is advanced it's modern it's civilized they've got every kind of scan every kind of test you know and i had been through ct scans and every kind of you know intervention i, I you know every kind of pharmaceutical uh hydroxazine they put me on hydroxazine for a long time which made me sleepy all the time and did nothing for the issues that that that, that uh it was trying to mask so after all of this, my, my symptoms get much, much worse. My wife is telling me, you've got to talk to somebody that deals in natural medicine. Maybe that could help. you got to realize, after almost 20 years, I had tried what I thought was everything. And but Joe, I know that, you were programmed. You thought the, any naturopath was a snake oil salesman. I, right. It's, oh my! It's so funny. It's so. It's almost like you wiretap my house. That was a running joke in my home for a long time. I would tell my wife, "Honey, I I I can't go see a snake oil salesman. I can't drink green tea. I I need real intervention. I need real tests." And um, you know, nobody would ever diagnose me with anything specific. They would literally just tell me, "You know, Joe, some people just struggle with digestion. It can be hereditary. You know, we don't know what causes diverticulosis. It can." Can just be genetic. We don't know what causes chronic fatigue. You know, try to get better sleep at night, or they would offer me antidepressants and things like that. Again, never ever addressed what was underlying. Now, I'm believe it or not, even though we've talked most of the last ten minutes about my story, I really am, and you have to trust me on this. Still, just scratching the surface. It's hard to go through twenty years of, you know, every kind of chronic inflammatory condition that I had, autoimmune disease, etc. Um, and the only reason I'm sharing it now is because I hope it serves as a catalyst to bring me to this point that becomes relative and relevant to your listeners. My symptoms get much, much worse after the surgery. My wife is telling me I need to talk to somebody that does natural medicine. Finally, I'm on the phone. You know how children won't listen to their own parents until somebody else tells them the same thing? And then they run home to mom and dad say, hey, guys, guess what I learned? And it turns out it's what the parents have been saying all along. <laughs> You're never a prophet at home. Yeah, there's actually a Bible verse that says that that a prophet is not, is without merit in his own hometown. It's a it's a it's an old principle that you know your your own people won't often hear you because you know it takes an outside voice to to come in with that potent stinger right. that that resonates. So I um, I'm on the phone with my friend Mark Taylor. And some people might know him. He's very well known on the internet as the fireman prophet. That is not a nickname that he gave himself, um, but he came out you know years and years ago. Uh, predicting that Donald Trump would be elected president. And, you know, all, all these months and months, or excuse me, years and years later, sorry, my uh, phone in the background went off and I tried to have it silenced. Apparently it didn't work. Um, the fireman prophet, Mark Taylor, he did not give himself that, that nickname, but he came out years and years before the election and he predicted that Donald 
Trump would become elected and that, you know, we would be friends with Israel and all of the stuff that you see happening. So he's, he's become kind of known for that. And I'm on the phone with him and I'm, I'm t- telling him all about my health woes. And then he reveals that he had a very similar path, slightly different symptoms, slightly different issues. But in terms of going through every intervention that modern medicine had for him and learning basically nothing and continuing to suffer, he tells me, Joe, when my life began to turn around, when I finally started to experience lasting healing was when I got aligned with my first homeopathic naturopathic approach doctor and the light went on in my head ding 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 so I go back to my wife and I tell her hey I was talking to Mark and guess what he says and she just burst out in a laughter she's like I've been telling you this for two years so we had a little bit of fun with that and I ended up long story short I went through one naturopath that was really bad for me um and, and I only share that part of the testimony because I, I do want people to know if they do turn to, to uh, you know, natural medicine and they don't get the right doctor the first time, don't give up because sometimes it takes a couple to finally find somebody you can get on a rhythm with. Um, the, 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 the bottom line is I went to Google. I didn't know where to start. I didn't even know what does this mean? You're going to look for a holistic naturopath. What is that homeopathic doctor? What does any of this even mean? So I did. I just went to Google and I typed in people in my area and I found a woman. She ended up being what Mark later described as really bad mental first aid. Um, I'll give you a quick example and then we'll move past it just so your listeners know what, what maybe a bad experience might look and feel like. I go into her office. The first whole visit is she wants me to give her my whole medical history. And every time I tell her one of the tests that I ran or that I've had a CT scan or whatever, a urethral scope, she starts cr- grimacing and tell, oh, you just can't do that. Don't you know that MRIs, the magnets, they create cancer? And, oh, you just shouldn't have done the CT scan. You know, the, the, the iodine, they pump you filled with it builds up in your body and it creates cancer oh you shouldn't have done that you shouldn't have done this and i'm there very well aware of the fact that i had done a lot of things i probably shouldn't have done in ignorance and now i'm looking for answers and instead of getting answers she's just stressing me out <laughs> so after about the third visit like this i find somebody else and it leads me to this wonderful man named joshua vance dr joshua vance in republic missouri and long story short Not only is he completely aware of all of my symptoms, which shocked me, because I expected, honestly, another two or three hours of deliberating through symptoms to have another person stare back at me blankly and say, I don't know, this all sounds bizarre, we're hearing a lot of this happen, but we don't know what causes it. He sat there with the the most beautiful grin on his face, and he was patient, and he let me speak. But every time he got the opportunity to talk, he would say, Joe, you don't have to live like this. Joe, that's so common. Joe, that can be reversed. Joe, that can be fixed. Joe, that can be fixed. That can be kicked down the road. It was the most encouraging day in, in almost 20 years in terms of my health. Long story short, he puts me on a custom regiment of raw whole food supplementation, natural herbs. He's an expert in herbal healing, exactly what your body needs from the earth in order to heal itself. Um, the building blocks for, for, uh, you know, zinc, the building blocks for, uh, you know, healthy hormone production for men in terms of testosterone to get those levels coming up. He ran a series of adrenal tests on me. He wanted to know where my cortisone was at nine in the morning versus five p.m. at night and how active my adrenals were during parts of the day. So he sent me home with spittle tests. He, he did tests that I had never even seen or heard of before. And the net result was 
over the coming weeks, I would begin to experience for the first time in almost 20 years, lasting, steady, reliable, incremental steps of reprieve, healing, and my and the quality of my life began to improve dramatically. This is where this is where most of the motivation to the time bomb book resides because when I started to experience lasting healing, here's what happened. I start visiting these various homeopathic, naturopathic style clinics, some chiropractors' offices like Dr. Matthew Sams in Branson, Missouri, and visiting with doctors like Dr. Ralph Umbriaco. These are all healthcare professionals, by the way, that contributed to the Time Bomb book. They actually wrote chapters for the book uh, and also uh, have become very good friends of mine as we've uh, kind of over the last couple of years done this healing expedition altogether. I've got a whole team of people like uh, Loretta Quayle. That's the wife of the the uh, famous multi-time best-selling author Steve Quayle. She's a uh, a licensed nutritionist. She's one of the smartest people I've ever met in terms of diet. She's the one that helped me discover that I had a lectin problem, plant-based lectin that I had turned to when I tried to heal, and she pulled a lot of the pea-based protein, bean-based protein out of my diet that was also wrecking my guts. Um, ju- just each one of these people has helped me in so many ways, but as I'm visiting their clinics, as I'm listening to the testimonies of people that they've worked with, I start to realize, and this is important, I start to realize this is way bigger than just the symptoms that I experienced. People with Crohn's disease are experiencing the same healing. People with ulcerative colitis, people with fibromyalgia, people with digestive issues, inflammatory uh, issues like like uh, advancing arthritis, type two diabetes, brain fog, hormonal issues, um, you know, mood disorders, and I start to realize that it's not just me. It's it's literally tens of thousands of Americans all across the United States that are finding out that. Uh, where maybe they felt they've hit a wall and or or tried to accept this disease that they're crippling uh, by with or, or trying to accept it as hereditary, etc., that they're actually experiencing total healing, total remission, and at a minimum, huge improvements to the quality of the life. So I, I I'm like, this has to be put in a book. That the problem itself has to be identified. And it has to be something that's communicated to others. One of the first things Josh Vance told me that was actually in my body for all those years that was creating the offshoot that masked itself in digestive issues, acid reflux, uh, chronic prostatinia, chronic prostatitis, diverticulosis, hormonal issues, the testosterone issues, my adrenal burnout, all of those were side effects of a syndrome. Now, at the beginning of the program, you cited a statistic. 80% of the world's leading holistic doctors and scientists now believe that as many as 80% of Americans now, because of the way we eat in this country, are experiencing a syndrome that they are completely unaware of. And it is the one that has all of these side effects that I just laid out for you. It's called leaky gut syndrome. And when you're ready, we can really unpack what that is, what causes it, how to reverse it. Before but you God, before you ahead. do that, before you do that, let me just interject for a second here Please. because I'm I'm thinking how many thousands, if not millions, of people are going through all of this, and they go to their medical practitioner. And let me just not demonize yes. them because you have That's to understand, right. folks. They go to medical school. They have a curriculum written by a certain group, That's and right. that certain group 
is owned by Big Pharma. And Big Pharma basically gives them a toolbox. And that toolbox does not include any of those modalities that Joe or I or many of our guests have found. But doesn't mean that you cannot go out. The problem is that they don't know. And if they try to cite any of this, they have the threat of losing their livelihood, their license. And this is why you have to step outside the box and you listen to shows like this. But yeah, go ahead with uh, leaky gut syndrome. No, and first, I'm glad you said that because, honestly, people need to know that I am not anti-Western medicine. I am not this, – this book project is not a, a, a big, you know, spotlight being ar- you know, armed and targeted at Western traditional institutionalized modern medicine. Uh, it's not an attack on traditional Western doctors. I have some dear friends of mine that still practice medicine that way. Some of these are people that prayed for me. They love me. They just, they just didn't have answers. And the point is this book, this book is not about attacking Western medicine. You know, there are heroes every night that save lives in these facilities that practice traditional Western institutionalized medicine. They're the heroes out running the rescue vehicles that pull people out of vehicles after a car accident. They rush them in. They give them emergency services. You know, there, there's doctors that, that work with little kids to, to, to get them over the hump of life-threatening, uh, you know, uh, flu, flu situations and stuff like there, there's a place for, the Western doctor. My point is, from a matter of personal experience, and this goes on for 20 years, and then I finally get through the natural path and experience lasting healing, my point is that in my life, my experience has been more that for all of their fancy scanners, for all of their big-time machines and intervention programs and big, big big-time drugs that they've got for just every kind of thing known under the earth, that most of that stuff's not helping a lot of very sick people. And, and, and it certainly often masks the symptoms, uh, that, that are the side effects of syndromes like leaky gut that live actually below all of that, that could be actually corrected and fixed if, if a person understand what's actually causing it. And, and that's been my experience. The people that I've dealt with naturally, I'll give you an example. I probably should have had my gallbladder cut out. Uh, with, with stones, but, but, uh, through natural medicine intervention, we were able to flush all that and salvage my gallbladder. Well, a traditional Western institution would have come in. They would have done an MRI or a CT scan. They would have seen, you know, calcified stones stuck in my gallbladder and they would say, oh, you don't need that. Yep. A lot of people live without it and they'd have done a surgery and pulled it out. And, and maybe I wouldn't have been any of the wiser had I not developed new issues. But when you talk to a lot of uh, folks that have had their gallbladder removed, they eventually six months, a year later, sometimes a couple of years later, they start developing digestional issues that did not exist before because the gallbladder actually does have a very important function of producing the bile that you need to be able to break down food intestinally. So it's just, it's the difference between, you know, needless surgeries and often uh, pharmaceutical antibiotics for things that are just killing an infection or a side effect of something else going on in your body that could actually be healed permanent if you knew what was causing it and how to do it naturally. And that's what I have found. The natural type doctors, I say natural type, they, they go by different names. And there's a, there's a phrase out there for people that want to research this. It's called CAM, capital C-A-M, and it stands for Care and Alternative Medicine. That is a blanket for people that do acupuncture, chiropractics, homeopathic doctor, uh, naturopathic doctor, etc. Does that make sense? 
holistic yep, approach doctor. So I, I, I call it natural style, you know, natural approach because there's so many different brands of that. But my experience has been these folks are very smart. They're very smart. They often know why you're having chronic headaches when maybe your neurologist for all of their scans have not been able to identify why and they want to put you on opioids or pain management drugs. They often know the answers to why a person might be suffering inflammatory conditions and what to do to very carefully begin to reverse that as opposed to have surgery or other type of interventions. Not that you'd have surgery for an inflammatory condition directly if you're thinking arthritis. But anyway, that's that's my point. And we don't need to get lost in the in the weeds there. But I'm glad you raised that because this is not an attack on Western medicine. It is kind of like uh, my hope that, that, that listeners will take away that if they're out there struggling, whatever it is, even if it's not on the list of things we've talked about tonight, out of sight, out of mind, that if you are at a place where you feel like you have tried everything, this has been going on for years, and they, whoever they are, cannot tell you what's happening, you're the perfect candidate if you've never looked at natural approach doctors and medicine to go and take a look at what they have to offer because it might, like it did me, completely shock you with what they're able to do. Natural medicine is very powerful. I used to think of it as snake oil and herbal tea. It is very powerful. Um, I give don't you we very, all, don't we go, all, go Joe, don't we all, even I, I mentioned to you before the, the we started the show that I had a similar situation, not to the extent that you went through, and most people that listen to this program know my story, but a quick summary. When I was sure. 23, 24, I was living in Florida, and I was exercising, I was in great shape, but all of a sudden, my hands started trembling all the time. Headaches, energy okay. going down. Basically, almost as if I was developing, uh, I think it was lupus, I was developing uh, MS and Parkinson's. But I thought, you know what, this could be just, uh, I don't know, but something temporary. So I went to the dermatologist for an unrelated issue, but I saw on the wall, she had a certificate of nutrition. And I yes. thought, well, I might as well ask her. And I asked her, you know, why am I feeling like this, like that? Bottom line, she said, what are you drinking? What are you eating? And she found out that it was I was drinking gallons of diet soda, and I was consuming monosodium glutamate. And she said, if you want yes. to live 10 more years, you need to stop this. Stop it right now. Come see me in 30 days if you have yes. any of the symptoms. Well, I never went back. And I yes. thought to myself, how many millions of people go through what I'm going through at the age of 20-some and probably die or develop multiple sclerosis or Parkinson's at an early age. And it had right. to, I was just, uh, God put that in, I mean, for me along the path, because if you go to a medical practitioner, you won't get the answer. Why? Because they only get one simple hour of nutrition in the entire medical school history. Right. And while that's true, the natural style approach doctors that I'm referring to have never abandoned natural medicine approach. So this stuff has gone on for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. The Chinese have perfected a lot of stuff. They scratch their heads at a lot of the diseases that we deal with because they, <laughs> right. they look at it like, why, why do these people even deal with this stuff? And they are called uh, alternative medicine when they've been around for thousands <laughs> of years. I know, I know. But, but you see, and we could get into this later, but I want to capitalize on two things that you said. You mentioned the, uh, the MSG the monosodium glutamate, and also the artificial sweeteners that you were drinking in the diet pops. Those the excitotoxins. Are excitotoxins, and we can talk about that in just a minute. But I feel like I've raised several things we need to go back and bring closure to before we just open another can because your your audience may be at some point like, okay, he's opened five bullet points. He's never explained any of this stuff. <laughs> 
But I wanted to say, you, you mentioned uh, lupus and MS. I have a woman on my staff right now here at Skywatch TV. Uh, I will leave her identity anonymous because she just would not appreciate me revealing this over the radio waves. But uh, she put her lupus after decades of, of – in fact, she had some brutal interventions. They Back in the 90s, they gave her a, a radiation pill that was blue that was supposed to, uh, quote, correct her hyperactive thyroid. And really all it did was radiate her thyroid and damage it so that when it only functioned at a partial efficiency, uh, then they could say, well, okay, uh, her thyroid is now no longer hyperactive. It'd be like if you had a a hyperactive kid and then you just clobbered the kid over the head with a bat and as they fall into a coma you could say well okay the kid is no longer hyperactive that was the same treatment to her thyroid one year of diet lifestyle natural supplementation and this is a woman i've known for about nine years now her lupus is in complete remission i have another woman on my staff who also will leave her identity private for the same reasons um, in about nine months of diet lifestyle change, she lost almost 100 pounds and put her MS into remission and got off all of her MS meds after decades of being on meds for MS. I'm not making this stuff up. I am not trying to be sensational. I am not trying in any way to, to uh, create sensation that drives book sales or anything else. I promise. What I'm trying to do, buy the book. Don't buy the book. If, if, if all you came to this radio station tonight to do was to listen to a program and you walked away with a message of hope, one that opened your eyes and ears, that put you on a new path of thinking that maybe brought you about to your big turnaround where you could get away from some of the stuff maybe you're dealing with or you've been conditioned to believe is hereditary or genetic and you're suffering. If that could be turned around, mission accomplished. That's why I'm doing these programs. That's why I put the time bomb book out. So I, I'm glad you raised the lupus and the MS because it, it reminded me that I know people. This is a perfect example of what I mean when I hang out with all the uh, in all these clinics and stuff. Uh, 16-year-old boys with Crohn's disease, putting it into remission. Um, some of this, I don't want to. I don't want to leave people with the flavor in their mouths that this is all just super easy. Um, you know, my my recovery is still ongoing. I feel like the quality of my not my life is about 90 percent. If I had to put a number on it. Uh, after almost, you know, we're, we're going on over a year and a half now from when I actually finally started my natural diet, uh, my natural supplementation, and then my avoidance. Totally, 100%, without flexibility at all, completely eliminating every toxin that I can possibly eliminate, barring the fact that while I still live here on planet Earth, there could be some cross-pollination and some, and some exposures that I have no control over. And that's just part of living on planet Earth today. You know, birds that, that chew a gem, genetically modified seed and then cross-pollinates maybe another farmer's crop. There are issues right now that are alarming that, that, uh, we, that, that there's things we can do about, but not before we eat our next meal. So you have to, you have to just do the very best that you can, but you can make a huge dent in your exposures to disease. Um, I, you know, it, it, it may take you time. It may take you a few months. But when you're talking about years and years and years and years of suffering versus knowing that you're taking the steps and to feel that slow incremental improvement to your life and knowing that you're on the right track, that is so renewing and so hopeful. Um, leaky gut syndrome. Are you ready for that? I don't know when you want to take a break, but you tell me if you're ready for, for what that yeah, we, is. We still have half an hour, 25 minutes for the, the break. Go ahead. 
Okay, do you want to get into leaky gut syndrome before we move on so folks have closure? Okay, leaky gut syndrome. This is the thing that this is the thing that that the world's leading holistic doctors and scientists now believe is affecting eighty percent of the population in this country in particular, whether they think they're experiencing this or not, based on gut symptoms or not feeling any gut symptoms. Maybe for them it's an offshoot. Maybe they have chest pains that they've spent that that was another part of my journey. Multiple times I stayed overnight at the hospital and I thought I was having a stroke or a panic attack or something like this or maybe a heart attack and they would keep me overnight. They would pump my body through chemicals. I stayed for an echocardiogram. They pumped my heart full of chemicals and then and then put me on a, a, a infrared color sensor where they would monitor what my heart was doing and they would say, Joe, we don't know. Try to be less stressed out. Your heart looks good. So I would leave thankful, but again, why all the chest pains, right? I mean, like chest pains, like I'm having a heart attack. Like this has got to be what this feels like. My fingertips are going numb. What is up with this? Um, not to, that's why I said earlier, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to condense my testimony, but the more I talk, the more I remember these particulars that I haven't raised yet, like, like, the, like the chest pain. So if you're out there listening and maybe that's your deal. Uh, just know again that for me, what was behind this is what the, the the world's leading holistic doctors and scientists believe now is affecting so many people and creating the autoimmune disease and the diabetes and the inability to digest foods and all of these things. Leaky gut syndrome. What it is is because of the artificial dyes that we eat that our bodies were never designed to accommodate or break down. It's not food. The artificial dyes, the preservatives, the pesticides, the herbicides, big farming. And then for other reasons like having completely nutritionally void foods, your body creates inflammation. Does it for several reasons, but one that's really easy to remember is that the intestines will expand in an effort to give your absorbable tissue area more space as it searches for the food that you've eaten to try to find those little minerals and little nuggets of, of things that it's looking for. So it will expand kind of like, kind of like stretching out a fish net if you're not getting any fish. Well, if you could double the length of the net, maybe you'd catch something. So that's, that's a, that's a really simplified way of, of explaining it, but basically that's the idea. Your intestines become inflamed because of the inability to break down the food that you're eating and because it's in search for things it's not receiving. This happens over and over and over again. And then when you sleep at night, your body's trying to deal with inflammation. And when you're young and maybe you're pumped full of testosterone and lots of adrenaline, your body can kind of durably cope with this if you're strong. Mine wasn't super strong, so I started to feel the side effects of it immediately. Um But what happens is your body is unable to digest particles of food and also these other things like the pesticides and so forth that your body was never intended to try to absorb or to store or to break down or to to absorb. The inflammation in the tissue, think of like a chain link fence. You have all those little, you know, square shaped passes through the chain link fence. So like you and I might be standing on the opposite sides of a chain link fence. I can see you, but I can't reach out and and grab you because the fence is separating us, but I can see you and I could probably stick my finger through the fence. So what happens is the tissue is inflamed, undigested particles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, pass through the line. It literally passes through. This is where it gets its name. Leaky gut syndrome. It passes through the lining of the small intestines and the large intestine where the immune system then isolates those particles and proteins and things like this, pulls it into the bloodstream 
where then it begins to attack it and try to filter it out of the body in the same way it would a virus or a bacteria or a, a flu or whatever it is that you've been exposed to that it's trying to filter out of your body. This puts a huge demand. And your liver and is your overworking. And your liver and your gallbladder, all those things just constantly working to try and get rid of this stuff. You're talking about glyphosate. This is a weed killer that is in almost everything now. It's Roundup. our vegetables. It's it's Roundup. It's it's it, your body. It's it's highly cancerous. This was never meant for 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 exposures to the body, not even topically. Little in, little alone trying to ingest this stuff over and over and over again. So the bottom line is, all of this stuff it it either builds up in the body. Or it creates a backlog where your blood becomes so sick that it then begins this other offshoot of various diseases, or, 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 or you know, you have a, a, you're told you have a hyperactive thyroid or a hyperactive uh, immune system, and eventually the body will begin to blur. It's the immune system begins to blur the lines between whether you had a strawberry that it normally isn't allergic to. But after repetitive exposures to the strawberry that also carried a pesticide, et cetera, it begins to deploy the good guys in the immune system. Like if you're thinking of it in terms of like a battle, the white blood cells are the good guys. The immune system keeps deploying, 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 deploying. And because you can't regenerate a natural night sleep cycle, your body's constantly dumping cortisone and then deploying the adrenals to get you up in the morning to keep you thriving. This is why over time people start developing chronic fatigue and they're told this is aging and folks age. But if you think about it, do you recall the, the kind of chronic fatigue our generation is experiencing 30 years ago? No. No. Absolutely not. It's becoming a thing. And now guys have to drink all these energy drinks. They got a, shots of, you know, tri triple cappuccino, uh, uh, you know, followed by a Red Bull. They have to try to prop themselves up all day because they have nothing in the tank. Um, so bottom line is inability to digest things passes through the, the, the lining of the gut. Uh, the body picks it up and begins to try to filter it out, which creates the hyperactive immune system that never gets to rest. And then eventually it begins to attack its own tissue. This is where you start seeing a lot of arthritis. Um, you start to see that the tissue begin to attack itself. This, this can lead to ulcers in the, in the intestines and all kinds of other things. But when the immune system is that hyperactive, it also begins to blur in these other areas. Uh, and it can't see straight anymore. And, and this is a very, very simplified way of saying it, but when the soldiers never get to rest and they're constantly weary and deployed in drone loads, the body lays back, and this is where autoimmune disease begins to kick in. This is where eventually, if the immune system gets weak enough, cancer has a more probable likelihood of finding its way into your body and then beginning to grow or develop or metastasize. Um, so what can be done about it? The good news is you can reverse leaky gut sim, uh, syndrome if you have the discipline to avoid the toxins that you're exposing yourself to and the side effects of all the things that it creates can be dominoed and put into remission. So there's a whole new life out there for people waiting for people that are experiencing all of the gut issues that they may not feel in their gut. But 80% of the immune system, never forget this, guys, 80% of the immune system lives and resides in the gut. So you think of your think of your throat and your 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 tube from the from the back of your throat to, to the exit in your body. That whole torso there, think of that as the river of life. What you swallow creates healing and life. The hypothalamus gland in your body either creates a and prioritizes a healing cycle or it defers it and creates 
adrenals and things like that to prop you up and keep you, you know, in a state of survival. This can all be done through diet, lifestyle. And I, I, it took me months. I mean, it took me six or seven months before I finally also felt like I, you know, I felt my gut was coming back, but I still had a lot of the anxiety, a lot of the chronic fatigue, and I was still dealing with, with, with feeling like I was still in the tank energy wise. Um, but again, if I had to put a number on it, I'm, I'm living now at probably 90% of just being a totally normal person without issues. If I had to put a number on where I was living three years ago, I'd say 20 to 30 percent, 30, 40 percent being a really good day where I can maybe hobble around and and uh, maybe I've got it in the tank to get out of my car and go sit down and watch my kids play at a park or something. Certainly wasn't going to get up and chase them. I knew better than to do that. Um, but I've lost uh, 72 pounds now. Wow. And, and all done it right. I mean, this is not because I got so ill that I couldn't eat. I mean, this is all just because I've uh, – and I and here's the thing. I eat until I'm full every time. I just don't eat garbage. But it doesn't seem eat. that you are on a diet. <laughs> you are on a new lifestyle. That is exactly it. You you will never hear me talk about a gimmick diet. There's a couple of diets out there I'll mention in this program if people wanted to get started right now. But I don't think of them as diets in terms of you're going to count carbs and you're going to count calories and then you're going to eat at certain times of the day and you got to eat many many me- you know small meals and you got to. What I what I use these diets for more is just an approval list of the food itself. Can I eat chicken? You can if the chicken is clean. If it's processed, you cannot. So like chicken sticks from Albertsons, you know, $2 for a bag of breaded chicken sticks? No. Or chicken nuggets? No. Um, you know what I mean? So you'll see a lot of these gimmick diets like – and I won't name names, but you'll see these diets that are really popular uh, where people are all excited because they get to eat all the bacon they want. Well, that's that's fine, I guess, if you feel like you're losing weight. There, there's probably some value to losing weight, however – one of the ways that you might be loading your body up and almost begging cancer to come about nitrates is to eat the sodium nitrates that is in most all of bacon. So, yeah, so I mean you're 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 ahead of me in some of the the, the reveals here. It's obvious that you know a lot about what we're talking about today. Well, uh, <laughs> it's the University of Hard Knocks sometimes because you know, I, I remember in the 70s growing up, my mother used to cook with lard with animal fat, and I don't remember the amount of obesity that we see these days. And then all of a sudden in the 80s, we saw the advent of of corn, corn oil. And everybody's saying fat is so bad, animal fat is bad. Let's cook with plant-based oils, which now I realize is one of the worst things you could do to your body. And then right. the depletion of, of uh, nutrients from the soil, no sulfur, uh, a lot of stuff missing from our daily diet. Our bodies want more, so we people eat more and more Stuff that shouldn't be there, and that's why we gain so right. much weight. Plus, that's right. then you have people that need, as you said, because they're depleted of energy, they immediately start with the, you know, all the extra caffeinated drinks, which in, in if you have to look at it in a metaphor, folks, it's having a car. What do you consume, about 1,000 miles per year? Well, these people are consuming 5,000 miles per year on their bodies. That's what they're accelerating their aging. Yes, yes. No, that's all right. That's all right. Think about this. This may shock some of your listeners, although many of them are probably, if they're listening to your program, fairly educated at this point. So good job. But think about it. You're in the United States in particular, one of the largest obesity, if not the largest obesity per capita areas of the entire planet. Okay, And yet people are starving to death as they're 100 pounds 
150 pounds overweight, they're starving right. to death. And, and, and if they have any kind of a serious blood panel done, and I don't mean, again, not to knock Western medicine, but they'll look at your standard like thyroid hormone levels and things like this, and, and it'll come into some kind of range that they'll consider normal. Um, but, but the doctors that I'm dealing with, they want to know down to the last 00.01% of things uh, in a particular range. I'll give you one example, fatty liver tissue. When I started my journey, I was very sick. Um, uh, they told me I had a fa- Western medicine told me that I had a fatty liver tissue enzyme count of 183. Well, they told me you probably aren't looking at liver, and I say my doctor said it just like this. He said you're probably not looking at liver failure right away, but you know most of the folks with a count like this, you know, you're looking at six, seven, eight. I can't tell you when, but maybe let's put a number on it: six, eight, ten, fifteen years, somewhere between the six to fifteen year range. You're probably going to end up on medication because of your liver. Well. I started doing martial arts back in like 2009, right after I got diagnosed with, um, well, let me correct this. I've been doing martial arts since I was a little kid, but I had taken a break because I got so sick. In 2009, when I got diagnosed with um, diverticulosis, I came home and I'm like, okay, they're not telling me anything about diet, but I am going to get this back. I'm going to get my life back on track. So I just go bananas and I start training cardios, cardios like UFC style, you know, full on MMA style workouts, man. I'm lifting, I'm running. It's just every week I'm doing it. I'm in the zone. My whole body hurts. I mean, I'm, I'm in so much pain that by the time I get home at night, once I've sat down and my body goes stiff, I can barely get up to go to bed. But I keep powering through it because I want to get my health back. And I burned 50 pounds in three months doing that. However, at the time, I did not know that, there were un- <laughs> that my adrenals were gone. And so the more weight I lost that using that approach, the sicker I got. You know, when you don't know things, you just don't know anything. So I was trying, but I just didn't know anything. And there are way healthier ways without grinding your body out to drop weight quickly. Um, They're all, of course, outlined in the Time Bomb book. But um, the obesity problem in this country, and yet people are starving to death. So I lose all of this weight, diet, exercise is never mentioned, and then I continue to get sicker. So there's so there's so many angles to this. But here's the deal. Um, time bomb, what it is, it, the, the, the first chapter is actually the only one dedicated to talking about my personal journey. So please don't assume you're going to be in for the long version of the things we've talked about tonight, plus a whole bunch of other stuff. It's only the first chapter, and the only reason it's in there is so that people understand right out of the gate what I went through and, and how I learned what I began to learn about health and natural healing, and then, of course, everything that follows. Um, going on to go through the Penn Foster Career College to become a fitness and nutrition specialist because I've become so fascinated now with the body and how it heals and all the hope that I've found and all the hope that we're able to offer others through God-given herbs of the land and natural healing. Um, we, we just have to be able to identify uh, part of what the problem is and what's causing it. So that's what Time Bomb is. Time Bomb is the expose that gets past my personal testimony very quickly, and then it begins to talk about how we're getting exposures, even when we think, like I did for so long, when you think you're avoiding exposures, because now you're eating salad and you've got to be healthy, right? Because I'm eating vegetables, right? Well, you're probably still getting gamed. You're probably still getting exposures to herbicides, pesticides. Uh, and then again, you, you are not receiving the nutrition that your body requires. Um, so Time Bomb is the expose that points out all of that, 
in the easiest terms. You know, I have OCD. Sometimes my thoughts will get ahead of where my lips are, and I'll get on a treadmill moving so quick, I have to ground myself because I'll lose people. <laughs> Welcome to the so, club. So, <laughs> so, so Time Bomb, for people like me, if I can read it and totally understand where this is going, tried to make it uh, read as simply as I could. My co-author, Allie Anderson, is a certified uh, private investigator. She is, a, she is uh, an astonishing fact checker. Uh, in addition to the healthcare professionals that contributed to the book that also provide in detail tricks and tips and techniques and not tricks, excuse me, tips and techniques uh, to improving physiology and to, and to avoid this food genocide that's happening in the United States. Being able to read through the label games, you know, the FDA, uh, people assume a lot of folks probably listening to your program don't, but a lot of people out there believe that there is this they, this benevolent arm of the government that is insulating them from all of these food exposures and all of this disease because, well, you know, they would never allow all of these carcinogenic, toxic, totally poisonous, totally tied to every brand of cancer and autoimmune disease. They would never knowingly allow for these chemicals uh, in the production of food. And I'm here to tell you that they completely do. And they have a term that the FDA uses called GRAS, G-R-A-S, where they generally recognize different products that you consume and put on your body as safe. We could litigate a whole bunch of these in your program if you want to. But Time Bomb is the expose that teaches you how to simply identify the label game. You could take this into the grocery store. Take copy of Time Bomb into the grocery store and literally use it as a field guide to navigate your grocery shopping experience. So you don't have to try to commit to memory this, this huge, infinite world of, of, of label reading games and ingredients. How could you ever remember all of the zillions of ingredients that are out there? Well, it can't be done. I haven't done it. You can't do it. Nobody can. And here's the reason why. Even if you devoted your life to trying to memorize all of the chemicals that are in food, as soon as you did – I'll give you an example. You, you mentioned monio, uh, monosodium glutamate earlier, the MSG. That's just one example of an artificial sweetener that they're putting in bread, meat patties, drinks, um, all kinds of foods. This stuff is in, uh, you know, little gummy snacks, artificial sweeteners. You're talking about apples. aspartame. I'm talking about aspartame. Nutrisweet. Yeah, yeah all, all of that stuff. The, 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 uh, the, um, the artificial sweeteners, that's right. I'm in a sweet new name. People, when they hear that, they think, well, I don't drink Diet Pop, so I don't get the – no, 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 you do. They are putting this stuff in everything, including teas that are masked as all yeah. natural or whatever. So what they do is you – okay, I'm going to avoid the MSG. So you flip the label over. I don't see any MSG. It's got to be good. Not so fast. By the time you figure out what ingredient you've memorized <laughs> that you're going to start avoiding – They change the they, name. They, yeah, they change the name. So now MSG can be hidden under, quote, natural flavorings or, quote, spices, or spice. So the point is, you can't, you can't ever expect that you're going to remember all these ingredients. That's where a lot of people throw in the towel, and they say, man, I've got children to raise. I've got lives to live. I, I just, I've got a business to run. I've got whatever. I've got churches to deal with. I've got whatever it is that makes up your life. I travel. I whatever. And that's where they, that's where they get inundated. If you just go to Google, and I don't encourage you to do this. If you just go to Google and type in symptoms, you will leave more afraid than you started. 
You're, you're very, very, very possible that you might find some article that's hopeful on a particular subject. But I really recommend that you don't do that and you talk to a healthcare professional that's in the natural medicine community. Uh, Google can be also very frightening. For every hiccup, for every little you know, gas pain that you have, for every little uh, burp that you experience, if you go online and just type that symptom in, there's like nine different ways that that can be cancer. And now you're up at night looping about the possibility that maybe you've got some terminal thing and you blow it up into your head, especially if you have OCD or you're already sick or deal with anxiety. So my advice would be find a healthcare professional in the natural community and just say, look, here are my symptoms, because they're probably going to give you a way more balanced, likely look at what it is, along with hopeful things you can do. So that's what Time Bomb is. It talks about care and alternative medicine, how to find the right provider for you efficiently and effectively, one that hopefully finds your lifestyle. It also deals with the FDA, how it's possible that these foods uh, are, are not being regulated. Uh, not not to the degree that people assume that they are. It also talks with our relationship to food and gives you steps that that help hopefully make your life uh, make this transition, like you called it earlier. It's not a diet; it's a lifestyle overhaul. A diet is something in your mind you're kind of dating. You're going to try it out. You're going to see if you feel like you've lost enough weight in 30 days, and maybe you'll kick, maybe you'll modify the diet. Maybe you do really good, or you grind it out, and three months later you get burned out, and you really miss that other thing you used to eat. So you eventually collapse, and that's why most diets fail. If you look at this as a lifestyle overhaul, and you realize there is a machine out there, this food genocide that is nefarious. And it is more pervasive than most people know. The stuff that you eat is wrecking you. And once you know that, then you look at food completely differently. It's no longer just that you're trying to resist your own urge to eat something that, you know, pleases you or you like the taste of it. You look at it like, know what? No. I will not knowingly put disease in my body. And once you do that, I'm telling you, for me, that has made the I, – I don't ever deal with food temptations that, that, that amount to very much of anything because I look at food completely different. It's not just some pleasure that I'm denying myself because I'm trying to lose weight. And eventually, when I've lost enough, I reward myself. This is this is uh, a, a totally different look at food. So that's what that's what the the time bomb book is. It is the expose, but it's also the field guide how to navigate this, how to get your kids on board with it, how to see through the label game, how to how to how to find the the, the initial steps to reversing autoimmune disease. There's a whole section in time bomb that deals with this new thing. It's actually not a new thing. Uh, but something that our generation thinks is this new thing <laughs> that uh, homeopathic doctors are referring to as the gut-brain connection. Oh, hold it. Hold it right there because I think we can do that on part two. We have to take a break. And sure. that reminds me of our friend, Dr. David Perlmutter. He really taught me a lot of this when we had him on here. And folks, you yes. think that depression happens in the brain when 80, 90% of the serotonin is produced in your gut, in your microbiome, and only 10% in your brain then why is it that doctors who are prescribing antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication are not looking into what the people are consuming? But all of this, when we come back, I want to discuss solutions because we are talking about the problems, yes, and it's a minefield out there, folks. When you take your book time bomb with you to the grocery store, I want you to take the perimeter, go around, <laughs> try to stay away from the center aisles. That's where the healthiest parts are are in the perimeter. But 
all of this strikes me. And I know many people say, Mel, you think everything is a conspiracy. Not really. But in this case, folks, I think this is orchestrated. When you deplete the soil from nutrients, when you put all the stuff in the water, in the air, in the food, basically you're poisoning a population. You're shortening people's lifespans. This new generation that's being born today, they say maybe living less than their predecessors, and we have to put a stop to it. And I'm glad I have people like Joe Horn with me today. Time Bomb, how can people buy the book, Joe, and your other book? We, we uh, well, they can buy it anywhere they like. They can go to Barnes & Noble, they can go to Amazon.com, anywhere that they normally shop. So it's not that it's hard to find. It's in na- uh, national production everywhere. Uh, but if they would like to get some free goodies, uh, some additional DVD materials that, that uh, were produced with the healthcare professionals that helped contribute to the book, uh, we've got a Time Bomb Companion DVD that's almost six hours in length that has a ton of information about healing the gut, how to reverse autoimmune disease, things like that. It goes along with the book, plus a whole bunch of other stuff uh, at skywatchtvstore.com. And if they go there, it's either on the front page, they'll see a big ad for that, or they can just type in the word time bomb and they'll see that it's available uh, in a couple of different packages where they'll get a whole bunch of extra free stuff. That's skywatchtvstore.com. When we come back also, I want to ask you about the 93... 93 until now, until today, 93 natural health practitioners who have died in mysterious circumstances. And a shout out from a friend, Aaron and Aaron Elizabeth from Health Nut News, who's exposing all of this, but all of it when we come back. This is Mel Bambergas, and you are listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for listening to the first part of this very important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the members section or subscribe at VeritasRadio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and other great products. Thank you.